It's your hometown morning show with Dave and Doreen on 96.5 WKLH. Uh, FAA is considering the proposal from airlines that would allow them to shrink the seats. And as someone that was just on 14 hours worth of flights, Me too. not a good idea. Yeah. Um, leg room from airplanes has gone from 35 inches. That was back in the 70s to 31 inches. And seat width has been cut from 18 and a half inches to 17 inches. I don't know what, I don't know how much. Squeeze you in like make. cattle. They really do. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you're on a long flight, you understand that people want to be comfortable. But when the people in front of you tip their seats back, you kind of have to. Because there's nothing, either that, you're there in your lap. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just not. That's what, that's the, yeah. The, there was a lady named Lynn who was next to me all the way to Europe. Uh, well, she was in, it wasn't supposed to be next to me. She was supposed to be in front of me. But when she leaned her seat back, I literally turned my head like around the (laughs) corner and her face was right there. Uh And I said, hi, you're in my lap. (laughs) And she hit the button. It snaps forward. She turns around and says to me, is that better? (laughs) And the way I knew her name was Lynn is because her husband was sitting in the aisle seat and he looks at her and he like as if to try to stop her mm-hmm. and says, Lynn, and she says, what? <laughs> and she looks at me and goes, I paid for this seat. I can do whatever I want. And I was like, yeah, I know. I paid for my seat too. I need a little knee room. So then she says, why don't you go sit over there? And she points at another seat like rows away. <laughs> I said, why don't you go sit right. over there? Now, by this point, my wife is going, calm down, uh-huh. calm down, which I did. And ordered a Bloody Mary, and I ended uh-huh. up sitting with Lynn in my lap all the oh way to München, Germany, where we took a connecting flight to Athens, Greece. But I felt really bad, though, for the people behind us, because we were in row like 23, and then 24 was the last oh, row they before couldn't, they couldn't another recline. section. But these people were in our lap, and then I was like, I'm not going to go 14 yeah. hours. And so I leaned back, and then those people just What are you going to do? I don't yeah, know. There's nothing you can do. But when I first got on the plane, my seat was wet. That was fun. Oh, my God. So the person before me. Had uh, had an accident? Uh, oh, so they came, though. And they were really great. They just came. They lifted that seat part, you know, the cushion off. With, it was Velcroed on. Put a new one on. Then I had to have them change the seatbelt because that was wet, too. And they did. They just unhooked it and gave me a new one. Was, well, that was good. But still, good. what a good way to start the yeah. trip, right? Why? Yeah, because I sat on it. That's how I knew it was wet. Oh, yuck. And then, yeah. Well, the flight there was great. It was the flight home, not so much. So on your flight, your flight home, you missed a connection? We did miss our connection. Not our fault. Uh, it was the, our flight from Naples, Italy to Istanbul was delayed several times with no explanation. It took, well, we were at the gate, you know, you're giving them your boarding pass and all kinds of weird stuff is going on. We're standing there and they're not, nobody's moving. And the gate agents are on the phone and some guy's got papers and they're looking through his bag. And but we're is not. Is this Turkish Airlines? Yes, Turkish okay. Airlines. And they had been great, mm-hmm. you know, up until this point. And then, okay, so we finally get our boarding passes to the gate agent. And then we had to take a bus to our plane. So they kind of put you in a holding area to wait for the buses to come. And there's a whole group of passengers on the bus. And then we're waiting for the next bus because this is a hugely filled plane. And we're waiting. And it's another 20 minutes. Still no explanation. No one's saying what's going on. The gate agent again on the phone talking to the bus driver, talking to everybody. 
And we're like, all right, something weird is happening. We get on the plane finally, 40 minutes on the tarmac without explanation. Then we finally take off. Flight goes, and we're just about to land. We're maybe uh, like 100 feet from the runway. runway. Like, you, you know, you're just about to feel the impact. Right. And all of a sudden... He, he pulls up? He aborts and pulls oh up, God. and we start flying again. No explanation. And we see... So everyone's got the map on now. On that, people are like, what is going on? Because they give you those screens. And, yeah. yeah. And so we see that now we're flying south towards Africa, not the way we're supposed to be going. And our altitude's climbing. And you've done enough climbing, news stories climbing. where you're thinking... Okay, I think I've seen this. I, I think I've watched this story Oh, on TV. I thought we were being hijacked, and yeah. I am not kidding, because the pilot finally comes on after about 10 or 15 minutes and says something in Turkish, which obviously we don't understand. Then he says it in English, but it was not... Easy to understand. Not at all. I didn't I didn't understand any of it. And I said to Tim, I'm like, oh my God, this guy's got a gun <laughs> to his head, and we're going to die. And people, we're all freaking out, and I'm like, those sketchy characters in the beginning have now hijacked this plane. People were praying. It was like... And then we, you know, then you're watching it and then you see us, we're going over the ocean and then we kind of turn around and about 45 minutes later we land and that was fine. No explanation again, but our connector long gone. So we had to spend 14 hours in Istanbul. That's the title of a book. <laughs> oh, it could be. <laughs> 14 hours in Istanbul. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Locked this. up abroad. I've seen it. <sighs> uh, something happened. You know what? And, and after it was all said and done, I thought it's probably better that we don't know. What happened? Right. I maybe that's only happened one time when we were on a flight to Las Vegas and we were ready to land, and he actually the wheels went down and then right back yeah. up again. There was some, some emergency at the, but that does completely freak you out. Well, and the guy that was sitting behind me the whole time was like tapping on the back of my seat. Oh, because and he was probably the screen. He was, you know, the touch screen. No, because it was no. more like he was drumming. You oh. know, like. <laughs> And at one point, I didn't say anything, but I turned around and I saw the guy sitting next to him and he said something to him in whatever language it was. And he stopped and he started again. And when this is all happening, I'm thinking, yeah, Marcus, he was nervous. Oh, my God, this guy is in on it. <laughs> I was freaking out. I'm like you pulling out my phone. way too many of those shows. I know, I'm pulling out my phone. I'm like, can I call my kids from here? <laughs> but it was all good. I don't know what it was. It's probably better that we don't know.